Hello, welcome to another episode of the Give Me My Points podcast. As usual, I'm joined here with my co-host, Lockable, and we're going to get into what just happened this weekend in the sports world. But first, we also want to invite you all to like, share, subscribe to wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to the YouTube. Also, want you to join the Discord, the P3 Discord, Pick Plays and Parlays. It's where we're giving out free picks each and every day across the sports world. With that being said, let's get into the episode. So, Brother Lockable, what's up with it, dude? What's going on, man? It was good. It was a wild weekend of football this weekend, bro. Absolutely, bro. It was crazy. It was crazy in college football, crazy in the NFL. And, of course, you know, they finished out the season in MLB. But last night... Yeah, that man, game last, against the Chiefs and the Titans. It, that game was crazy. But I got to give it to Derrick Henry. He's the reason why if we cash both of our parlays in P3, if you're not in it, you need to get in it. We cashed a plus 4,100 two-leg parlay, and we also cashed a plus 2,900 parlay, making our members easy money last night, thanks to Derrick Henry. But let's let's not look over that plus twenty. You said twenty nine hundred twenty twenty nine seventy five plus twenty nine seventy five along with a plus four thousand play in one night. Those odds are astronomical. You know what I'm saying? We busting heads right. with plus twenty nine hundred <laughs> plus four hundred. That's what I'm Took talking. Took them boys about. to the bank. Took them boys to the bank last night. All on the backs of Derrick Henry. Yes, sir. King Henry, bro. Um, King Henry carried us to the promised land, man. Yeah, but he didn't carry the Titans to the promised land, even though they did push that game to OT. And that was a game I wasn't particularly excited for because I kind of overlooked, but I should have known Brabo was going to have those boys ready because they were 5-2. and two. But at the same time, I didn't think they could compete. I mean, they basically pushed the Chiefs to overtime in a game where they didn't even cons- complete a pass to wide receivers with their uh, rookie quarterback. So, I mean, that team, they got some dogs in them, bro. I mean, you know, when yeah, it comes hard. down, you don't have the best personnel. You just can't beat the coaching, man. Yeah, but I say defense play a good game all the way through. I mean, Malik Willis, I mean, he kind of struggled throwing to his receivers. So, I mean, Derrick Henry kind of carried the load with two touchdowns, 115 yards. But I figured in overtime (laughs) when Mahomes got the ball first, I was like, yeah, man, that's going to be a wrap. But they held him in the red zone. They held him to three. But I figured, you know, they wasn't going to make it down unless Derrick Henry breaks out a big run, which didn't happen with Malik getting sacked heavily in in that first drive. So, but I mean, they played. They had, they had heart, and I mean, they got a lot of work to do, especially in that receiving core. And I feel like Malik needs to still get comfortable. I don't. I don't think he's comfortable yet out there. Even though it's the second game, I know, but I don't think he's comfortable. Because I mean, only three I, I receivers got targets. Three receivers got targets yesterday. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that, and it seemed like. Uh, I guess to us, it was kind of a game time decision that Tannehill was going to play. And, right. You know, a little bit before that, they said he was out, and um, he he still was there. You know, for supporting the, the young quarterback, but at the same time, with them not completing the pass to any receiver, I think it was like a late game time decision, and that's why they kind of weren't you know in a position they were in to sink. that bitch out. Yeah. Right. They kind of struggled I mean, getting downfield. Luckily, they had King Henry back there, but oh, yeah. the Chiefs, man. I mean, Chiefs yeah, are the Chiefs. That was a tough. That was a tough defense, man. But I mean, damn, bro, y'all got offensive firepower on the field and off the field, just ready to just go in and out. So I don't understand how you know y'all were barely able to you know eke out a victory over the Titans, man. The funny thing is, his receivers had an okay game. I mean, Kelsey doing Kelsey things with 106 yards. Juju, 88. Hardman with 79. And Gray falling behind with 45. 
I mean, they don't really have a good running back court, uh, back up. I mean, Mahomes had 63 rushing yards leading the running backs back there. I mean, they just couldn't get it done when they needed to on the field to get off in third downs. It's just, I mean, they I look mean, like Mahomes they struggled out there. But 46 yards, though. He had 68 like, passing attempts as well. Which is insane, but I That's mean, a lot. <laughs> 446 yards. I mean, come on, with dude. one touchdown, one touchdown in an interception. With all, all them boys, man. I'm, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess you know those are a bunch of just empty, um, empty yards, man. Yeah, a lot of it. Um, I mean, say some empty drives, some sacks. I mean, Titans defense came to play. I mean, it's just. Chiefs just couldn't get it uh, in in the end zone when he needed to. I mean, know? hey man, you know, any given Sunday, bro. Because uh, oh, any given. You know, that's it's a cliche term, but it's true. Because if you would have told me that the Detroit Lions were going to beat the Packers and only allow them to score nine points, I'd have said you're crazy. I'd have said you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> this is crazy talk. <laughs> There's no way Man. that the Detroit Lions are going to beat the Packers. Aaron Rodgers struggled in the red zone, and he hurt my fantasy team. My, might I add, he hurt it throwing them interceptions Rogers in the red zone. Rodgers threw interceptions in the red zone. Three of them. Three of them. That's like crazy. That. And I'm like, that's not like you. And I mean, don't get me wrong. The I'm not knocking the Lions. They playing good ball. They're playing great no, ball. No, no, bro. You cannot you can knock the Lions, bro. We we know what their record is. We know what I mean, yeah, they're two and six, but it's not like back in the day where they were just getting waxed uh all the time. I mean, their defense is okay, but man, they came out there and abused Rodgers in the red zone. Even frustrated him out there. Bro, no touchdowns, bro. <sighs> I mean, well, yeah, one that one touchdown was I forgot they missed the extra point, but I mean, bro, they didn't get that touchdown until the third quarter, bro, and that's supposed to be, as as Stephen A. say, that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this is the back to back MVP. Just got broke off with a nice bit of change this offseason season, to where you know they let Tay Adams leave because. He was going back and forth. Oh, I don't know if I want to come back, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he wanted to come back. He just wanted this change because nobody's want to, nobody wants to play for a team when they're acting strange with the change. So he got the bag. But at the same time, what are you going to do? You got the bag, but you have no one to throw it to. Plus, it seems like your offensive line, they don't even know how to play anymore. You got, you got, you know, no matter what problems they may have at wide receiver, you got two dogs at the running back position with Jones and Dillon. But it seemed like y'all just say, to hell with the run game. Is Aaron Rodgers. Let him throw the ball. And that that didn't got them a bunch of L's this season, man. Because, I mean, quiet is kept. They, the Bears, the Bears look like they have more upswing than the uh, Packers do at this moment, bro. The crazy thing about Green Bay, I don't understand is Aaron Rodgers, he got the bag this offseason. They let Tay Adams walk. Even with that being said, you got two dogs in the backfield. You got Dylan and you got Aaron Jones. And y'all refuse to run that ball because your offensive line, even though y'all paid those guys, they can't seem to get it done. And oh. I mean, I understand Aaron Rodgers, he's the back-to-back -back MVP and everything, but dude, they haven't been in sync the whole season, and we're over halfway done. And it's just, I mean, that, you know, that, like I say, that shows you that shows you the difference on when Devontae Adams was there and when he's not there now. Right. Quietest tip to me, I have more confidence on the Bears' trajectory for this season than I do the Packers. To me, the Packers need to, no, no pun intended, they need to pack it on in and get ready for <laughs> next year because – Bro, give you your points. That's not a playoff team, bro. Yeah, give me my points on that because yeah, that's not a playoff points. team. Oh, it's not. I agree with you. They're not a playoff team. They're not going to be contenders even if they get in the playoffs somehow, some way. They don't have nothing there to scare anybody. They just need to put pressure on uh, Aaron Rodgers, and that's a wrap. His receivers can't yeah. catch. 
Lazard is his best option right now, followed by Tunyon, the tight end. But right. other than that, they don't have nothing on that team right now, man. Because I think what uh was it Dobbs, Deuce, however you say his name, he um left the game hurt. So I mean that's Aaron Jones got injured during the game decimated. too. Yeah, that hurt my fantasy team because you know of course he's he's so up and down, man. Where it's like, oh, this dude had a great game. Come next week. Put them on the milk cart. Yep. Sure do. That's what you got to do. Because, I mean, I'm kind of happy he didn't have a good game. But still, I'm like, bruh. I mean, yeah. But, you know, it just seemed like, you know, you might well put the Netflix on. Stranger things have been happening. Because the <laughs> Jets beat the Bills. Ooh, man, man, the that Jets, game. The New York football Jets beat the number one overall Buffalo Bills Bruh, in a football game, game with Zach Wilson starting as their QB. That game was a good game, but I have to get on the Bills for this. The Bills have to stop letting Josh Allen run this ball. He run. Every, <laughs> I was watching that game. He was running the ball more than throwing it. And when he did throw it, I mean, Diggs had 93 yards with five receptions. He should have more than that. Allen has two interceptions. Allen has two rushing touchdowns for 86 yards. He should not have that. I can expect Lamar Jackson to do it. I can't expect Josh Allen to do that. You shouldn't be doing that. And the Jets had good defense. They was playing good defense the whole game. They were good on offense. You know, Michael Carter did his thing with James Robinson. They sharing uh sharing runs back there. And the receivers was catching, man. Just playing good ball. And then they stepped up when they need to. It's like if Josh Allen that on. The the bill's not on, man. They just not. They yeah, really that was need the a... whole thing of them making that trade at the deadline to get Naeem Hines was to have a more competent backfield to where Josh Allen doesn't have to take those hits and make those run plays. Because but Hines didn't he even got play. Some dogs. That well, that's the thing about it. I mean, yeah, he got traded late, and you can't expect him to know the playbook. But I mean, goddamn, bro, football is football, bro. You, you say, back. A lot he did play. He Talk did play. He didn't run the ball at all, but he did play. I mean, Singletary had 24. Jared Cook had 15 yards. That's one running back I thought would would have did better, but you know, it's just they need they need to put Hines in that backfield, figure it out because Josh Allen does not need to be having 86 rushing yards with two touchdowns. That I think they look past the Jets, man, and and you know they they, do. they didn't take them as serious. Because I mean, I, I totally did. I, I mean, I, I forgot what the um the spread and the odds were, but I I definitely didn't see the uh the New York Jets beating the Bills, man. Like, cause to me, Zach Zach Wilson is not it, bro. He ain't it, man. He's not. And I remember the mo- I remember the money line the Bills was minus five fifty. I remember that uh, money line, and I'm like, bro, come on, man. Like y'all shouldn't have lost. I mean, now, now they're like one game behind the the uh, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo six two, they're six three. Miami six three. New England's five and four. Like, well, that's mm-hmm. the thing about it. Um, I believe that's probably the most competitive conference in football. It's crazy. Uh, the AFC East and possibly NFC well, yesterday, the NFC East is probably probably the, the two best. Competitive, you know, with um, teams being close, right? Like everybody's um, playing good ball in them uh, divisions, except Washington. Washington's four and five, but I mean, it's easy. Man, man. they the Commanders. <laughs> yeah, it's still a terrible name. It's I very mean, they literally, they literally could have had Red Wolves, and they was like, "No, we're gonna be the Washington Commanders." <sighs> They played. Luckily, they played a good game against the uh, the Vikings uh, yesterday. They I thought did, they was going to win because they, they Kirk Cousins was struggling out there. Justin Jefferson, I thought he would have had more than 115 yards. Man, he should have had way more out there. Don't remind me. He's on my fantasy team as well, and he did. Like, um, he did I mean, I'm happy. Yards. I'm happy he didn't have a lot of yards because you played me. But I mean, he he should have had way more. He had a hundred. He had like what? An early touchdown in the game. Yeah, that was like yeah, first he, he quarter. He was projected to have a great game, but that was it. It's like they um, 
Kirk Cousins started double coverage. You know, and Thielen don't get no love no more. At the same time, bro, um, I I, that that's been the whole season though, with uh Cousins. Yeah, he's up and down. Some decent ball, but then he'll just have those games where it's just like, what the hell is this guy doing? And the fact is, they're seven and one. That's the funny part. He he can make mistakes, and they're seven and one. Right, which is wild to me at this point. I would have never expected the Vikings to be seven and one this season. Not with Kirk Cousins as the quarterback. Not at all. At all, bro. And a new coach, bro. And a new yeah, coach. Yeah, and a new coach. And it's supposed to be the Green Bay division. That's basically what they've been calling the NFC North, the Green Bay division for the past what five or six years. Yeah, the Vikings but coming in there to take that title, man. That's a wrap. Given Sunday, bro, and I mean, yeah, man, it's not a surprise this guy did it because we've seen it so many times through so many games. But right. that damn Tom Brady, bro, they look like dog shit. The movie, the entire game, but somehow the Bucks actually came from behind and won that game, bro. And that's funny. Like my two weekly picks was my player prop that cashed that Thursday, and I had Bucks minus three, which we came to a push. So I'm one zero and one. But still, I mean, Brady pulled pulled another great game winning drive because the Rams are horrible. Matthew Stafford only throws to Cooper Cup, and they got that lucky touchdown uh, before the half. And you know, Brady, they defense couldn't stop him. Brady was just nickel and diamond him the whole fourth quarter, nickel and diamond, especially uh on that last drive, they couldn't cover nothing. And Ramsey tried to blame the offense and all that. I'm like, bro, you can't blame them, bro. I mean, yeah, they suck, but I mean, y'all let them score. Y'all let them get down there that fast. That's on y'all too, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, wait, wait to you know put put the uh, offense under the bus like that. But right. I mean, he kinda, he kind of got a point, but at the same yeah, time, he has a point. You, but it's like you on defense, bro. <laughs> I'm about to say y'all on defense, y'all let them get down there that fast. I didn't think they were getting down there that fast, but Brady just nickel and dimed y'all all the way to the red zone, kicked the field. Well, they scored a touchdown, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. They scored a like touchdown. A, a no name, uh, tight end or something. I'm just like, yeah, Auden. Their first tight end yeah. touchdown of the season for the Bucks. Man, what is going on with Brady and Mike Evans, bro? Mike Evans just looked like I don't want to catch the ball. I don't want to catch. I wouldn't want to catch it either. At the time Brady throws it in, uh, triple covers like that, that dude got hit and, three but ways. No, bro. It's been. <laughs> it was. It was going back to this game and that Carolina game. It's been more than three or four passes to where it's like Mike Evans, bro. You a veteran. You supposed to have them hands. How are you not catching that ball? Yeah, he went like, high I, for it eleven was yesterday. Just, it was just some wide open ones, bro. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. But Brady's man, receiving I, core has been struggling this year, heavy, bro. They've been struggling heavy. That old, that old line has been decimated, and Brady wants to get the ball out in point two seconds. Yeah, I mean Julio ain't really making his impact over there if he when he's healthy, you know. Nah. He's cooked, bro. He's been yeah, cooked he been done. Years. Like, he's going to give you probably the most four games in the season. <laughs> like, hey, this guy's pretty good. That's Julio Jones, a Hall of Famer, mm, possibly. But for the rest of the season, he's like, I'm hurt. Yep, I'm hurt. Yep. Sure is. That's how his, ever since uh, the Falcons ran him to the ground, them hamstrings, that, it's been a wrap sure. since then. Yeah, it sure did, bro. The hamstrings and that turf toe. Yeah, but, uh, was a major problem in the NFL, especially yeah. with our receiver. Well, you know, that's been a big point of contention that I think is slowly making noise is uh, these players saying a lot of these injuries are being, you know, attributed to artificial turf. And they were saying, like, every field should be natural grass, bro. Cause, um, I don't blame you. Know, There's too many injuries out there with the same thing. Yeah, that that's what they that's what they're saying, man. So I don't know. I think that's an issue that I don't know is gaining steam. Maybe they will do something about it, but I think if they want to, that's probably going to have to be in the next CBA, and that's going to be for some years. 
Right. Um, it's gonna take a long time for Bucks, that to come in. The Bucks, yeah, the Bucks had that uh the Germany game in uh, in Munich this week, so I hope they lose because you know it's Monday night, it's Saints. Yeah, we need mm-hmm. to make something shake. Um, you know we should with that terrible wide receiver core. I mean, other than Deshaun Jackson, I mean, but he's old, so. Unfortunately, you know, we got the news about Mike Thomas. He's basically cooked for the season. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Juice Landry could come back. But at the same time, you know, we got Olave. We got back the OG Camara last week. So, hopefully, yeah. we can get some more of that, bro. If, if we can get took that. Him so long, man. If we can get that and Andy Dalton not turn that ball over, I really believe the Saints could come away with a dub, and that's not hometown cooking bias. I really believe the Saints could come with a dub because uh, Lamar doesn't have Andrews, which is his uh, his security blanket. Yeah, uh, Bateman isn't he done? He's cooked. Yep. Um Dobbins done. Yep. So I mean, it, it, it's is there, and it's a home game. It's there for the Saints to come away with a dub. To where yeah. we can actually gain some traction in this uh, division, because uh, the Falcons, man, I'm still, I'm still surprised by the Falcons, man. Because the Chargers, they they pushed the Falcons, man, to yeah to the very they got end, them to the very get. end, man. But um, yeah, man, the division the records look like absolute shite, but it's still very competitive. And that Thursday night game against Carolina. And uh, Atlanta is going to be something to look out for. We're hoping uh, Carolina win that game. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know because, yeah, the last time they played, PJ had a great game, and they said he's going to be the starter for that Thursday night one. But Mm. Baker sure did look a hell of a lot better. I was about to say, I don't know about that because Joe Burrow came in and tore their asses up like it wasn't nothing. He couldn't do nothing about it. Hey man, I mean that's on defense, but they—I mean, bro, they didn't do jack scratch the first half, man. With PJ at all, man, nothing. But so, uh, Mayfield had more yards than him in his first completed pass. That's what I'm saying. So, ah, hopefully Carolina can get dub, and old boy doesn't take his damn helmet off and get that 15 yard penalty. Right. Hopefully, <laughs> that was a dumb man. They they had that game. That, that, that game was insane. sealed. But uh, uh, me, hey, let's man. talk about the team that, like, like I say, had all that hype before the season started. This is the year the Las Vegas Raiders mm. take over the AFC West. They knock mm. off the Chiefs. They tell Russ he can't cook. They tell the Chargers stay in LA because it's time for the Vegas Raiders. Man, bro, a 20 point want, lead against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Talk about how irritated I was about watching this game because <laughs> I have Devontae Adams as my receiver. He had 10 receptions, 146 yards, two touchdowns. That was in Hell the first half. First half. Why right. in God's name in the second half did we not pass him the ball at all? Why is Derek Carr struggling in the second half? Why are we not feeding Josh Jacobs in the backfield at all? You let the Jacksonville Jaguars come back from a 20-0 deficit like it wasn't nothing. Like as if they had y'all in the back wall the whole game. I'm like, dude, Devonta should have had an easy 200-yard game. Easy 200 yards. Josh Jacobs should have had an easy 100 and some plus yards game. Y'all should have been running the whole time when y'all was up. Could have got an easy first down. But no, Derek Carr doing Derek Carr things, stinking it up, can't get a first down. Receivers dropping passes. You know, defense giving up plays, man. The Raiders deserve to lose that game. They gave it up themselves. All props to Trevor Lawrence for coming back in that game, though. 20 points. They were up 20 to nothing at halftime, bro. That's ridiculous. didn't score again against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It makes no sense. I mean, a team, he did his thing. You know, he got two tutties on his belt, 109 yards. But there's no reason they should have came back. Like, y'all should have at least 40-some points coming off that great first half. Y'all's morale should have been high for having them that low. 
But no, you know, y'all, y'all give up leads. They allowed like 27 unanswered time. points, bro. 27 unanswered. That's ridiculous, man. That's what I'm Jeez. saying. This is the NFL, dude. And, you know, Josh McDaniels, this is your second time being a head coach. Yes, it's your first year in Vegas, but this is your second go-round as being the head guy. And you spent all those years in New England supposed to be like, he's an offensive genius. Him and Belichick is like, you know, yin and yang. They've been getting it done. He, you know, he was the Tom Brady whisperer. Dude, you blew a 20-point lead to Jacksonville. When your season's on the brink, right now they're two and six. You're done. Oh and five away game, bro. Oh and five away from Vegas, bro. You're done. Man, Man, they blew a 17-0 lead against the Chiefs, 20-0 lead against the Arizona Cardinals, and it just blew this 20-0 lead to Jacksonville, man. That's what they call a pattern, right? Right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) Shit.
They ain't got well. They they, they could kind of make a yeah. They could make a turnaround. They could make a turnaround if they chose to. I mean, they got Tennessee in their division. It's not like they they got Jacksonville and Houston right under them. So they in grabs to grab Tennessee. Tennessee's only five and three. They three and five. They just got to win games. Win games. Okay, okay, bro. We'll, we'll see. We'll see at the end of the season. I mean, but, I highly I, doubt they'll do it, but you know. Disaster. They're a disaster, bro. A walking disaster. Not as bad as the Las uh, Vegas Raiders. Tell you that. That is a bomb Utterly over there. Bro. Utterly ridiculous, dude. You know what else is a bomb, though? What's that? Alabama getting uh, losing to LSU this past weekend. That's a bomb. Bruh. That's Bruh. a big bomb. I knew I knew LSU had a chance, bro. I knew they had a chance to upset them boys. I knew oh, they yeah. did. Oh yeah, and watching the game, they, man, they handled their business offensive and defensively from the first drive. I've been I was live betting the whole game. I was putting money on LSU the whole game. Yeah, they came I out there and they handled bro. business. They handled business. That last uh play was a gutsy call by Brian Kelly, but I respect the call. I respect what? it a hundred percent. Bro, that boy had that boy was just like say, bro, say, bro. I'm about to like he say. Uh, I'm doing this for my family with that fake son next. Like, bro, that boy, that boy said, "Hey, bro, we ain't we ain't about to play no more games with y'all going back and forth. We want the dub, and that's it. And they did yeah. that, bro. Oh yeah, they had. I'm gonna tell yeah. you. I'm gonna tell you, bro. I was one of one of or one of the many I would say at the beginning of the season after what they played Florida Florida State their first game, yeah, and lost. Yeah, they did lose. Said, man, I don't know. If that's a good fit, bro. I saw some other games, man. Saw that Tennessee game where they just got Molly Wap. I'm like, Oof. bro, Brian Kelly ain't it. Brian Kelly ain't it. But then the uh, college football playoff rankings came out last week. And I right. saw LSU, number 10, 7-2. I'm like, well, damn. Huh. They actually been getting them dubs because it was a few games where I'm like, how the hell did LSU come back? And they did. Yeah, they defense playing well in them games. But to come, you know, in as your first season and beat Bama? Say, yeah, bro. He earned, he earned himself, you know, a lot of a lot of grace. So it's like, all right, bro, we're gonna we're gonna see what you can do. We're gonna see oh, what yeah. you can do because oh, yeah. you could be saving, bro. They're gonna keep you there. Hey, that quarterback was looking terrible in the early part of the season, bro. Like him and oh, the receivers yeah. were, were not they were not clicking, but he didn't got his way, he got that confidence. Yeah, he even got that confidence where it's like, oh, if I don't like what I see from the receivers, I'm taking off with these feet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 95 rushing yards on the ground this yeah, past uh, against Bama. 182 yeah, that, yards in the air. That shocked me, man. That was um, a big shock. Then then you got, who's that, Tennessee-Georgia game. That turned out to be uh, way uh, to the other side of what we thought. We thought Tennessee was going to pull that out. And I, I thought this was their year, bro. I really did. But, I mean, Georgia, Georgia say, bro, y'all must have forgot. We we the defending champs, yeah. Yeah, because them boys came they, out there and handled business. They put an ass whooping on Rocky Top. Sure did. You know what I'm saying? From, from the beginning to the end, I'm just like, damn. Well, Georgia going number one. Easy. That's, Tennessee. that's what I do know. Georgia will be number one. Tennessee probably dropped down to three, two or three, one of the two. Um, nah, because you know it's it got the Big Ten bias. They're gonna push Ohio State and they're gonna push uh Michigan up. But at the same time, you know who else got bounced out? Oh, Clemson. Clemson. Clemson, Clemson yeah. got bounced out by Notre Dame, Brian Kelly's previous place of employment. Clemson that played was a, game. a terrible just like, game. I didn't see that one coming, but at the same time. Clemson has been playing. They've been playing to where it's like they should have lost probably two games this season so far, and they they somehow came back and won. 
So they they've been playing with fire, bro. Yeah, they've been playing with fire all season. I mean, they beat Syracuse the week before by six points. Florida State had them close thirty four to twenty eight. Mm-hmm. NC State thirty to twenty. Wake Forest forty five fifty one. They haven't been proven to be in the top five at all. They haven't proven themselves to be up there, which is the same thing with Michigan. Michigan ain't really played nobody to me. They play Penn State cool or whatever, but if you look at their schedule, man, they ain't really played nobody to say they top five, man. Like, their man, schedule is not strong this Big year. That's Big Ten bias, bro. I swear, that's that's just the bias of the Big Ten. Like, I know they, they always saying, oh, every SEC team is not good, you know, this, that, and the other. Okay, fair enough. But the way they hype Ohio State, Michigan, uh, you know, every year, I'm just like, Man, just because they got a big fan base, man, don't mean these guys are good. Right. I mean, they're blowing out nobody teams. I'm like, man, the only competition y'all going to have is against Ohio State. That's going to be a big game. Ohio State, you know, Quiet's camp, they was, they was uh, having problems with Northwestern. I mean, weather yeah, played a I mean, factor. How about to say, time. weather played a big old factor out there. But, yeah, they did struggle at first. It was still tough. I say they didn't get they they got all their points like third fourth quarter area. Yeah, so yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see these rankings uh Tuesday night when they release them, the updated because um I, I'm probably probably gonna see Georgia one, and you're gonna see Ohio State two, and Michigan three, Ugh. and um yeah that's <laughs> that's Ugh. that's what they're gonna yeah. do. Bro. That's just that bias, bro. It's very, it's very biased, man. Because they like they like these schedules have to play a factor in these rankings. Michigan isn't playing anybody, and they're getting these good rankings. Like, dude, you do not need to be top three. Now I can see if you beat Bama, Ohio State, Tennessee, LSU. I give you your props then. But, bruh, you're playing Wake Forest. You ain't playing nobody like we know who they are, man. Like, we have to search up who's on Wake Forest to even know who's actually playing over there. It's like that, man. It's been like that. It's probably going to stay like that, which is unfortunate because most of these college teams, they just going to have big mega conferences, and that's going to be that, man. Yeah, but I say I know everybody's trying to move conferences now, but you know, I think I think the ranking system needs to be tweaked a lot, a yeah. lot. Well, I, you know, as with everybody speculating, probably by twenty twenty four they're going to expand the college football teams to allow a few more in, which you know it, that's that's strictly business. It's strictly for the money. Yeah, if I said that's a money move. That's all yeah. that is, which is cool. I mean, get your money how you live. I understand that. But, I just um, need a little bit more competition. We'll see, man, because, you know, we'll see. But also, you know, like I said, you had a big weekend with those parlays, but, you know, we, we can't we can't have a sports betting podcast and not mention Mattress Mac. After oh, yeah. After years of trying – the this legend. guy just hit, yeah, he just became a living legend by hitting the bookies up for 75, 75 of them ends. Mm, a legend. The dude betted on H time, betted on the Houston Astros to win, and they did. That boy put down $10 million and got back $75 million. So kudos to him. Legend. Finally getting it done because I'm going to tell you, I've seen him lose so many times where I'm just like, Whoever you betting on, fade them. Fade them. That's how it was for a long time, man. (laughs) I'm just like, bruh, these bookies are not going to let this man win. But they finally let him. Hey, bruh. (laughs) They had to get their money back in blood. Hey, Mattress Mac had to get gully with them Philly boys, man. They was fucking Mattress Mac. Mattress Mac say, fuck you. Fuck you, asshole. Once he did that, Astros didn't lose again. You know what I'm saying? I saw him on the uh the parade route. He was on the party bus with the Astros, and I'm just like, bro, 
That bitch, he did. He did that. He did that, bro. He, he earned that. that. That was a that. So, that was a great cash. Everybody was excited. Yeah, man. That, that's that's legendary, bro. Biggest, as they say, biggest legal win in sportsbook history. And I mean, damn, bro. Dude really turned 10 in the 75, bro. Sure did. He, he made a good call, finally. You know, he took finally. a long time to get it, but, you know, <laughs> he got it. Sure did, man. Plus, uh, plus 750. You rarely hear that. You hear these discords with this fifty dollar a month subscription. They don't hit right. nothing. We giving out free, right. free money, free winners, free winners, bro. Come on, free, man. man. Link is in the description. <laughs> man, what's going on in the NBA, man? Oh man, NBA, bro. It just seemed like so mm. much. Drama for no reason right now. So yeah. much Lakers still so much drama, man. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, the Lakers do still suck, and it's something I knew that was going to happen because it, after the first game, LeBron self um, handicapped the team. Uh, we don't have any shooters. <laughs> Point blank period sure at the first game. He we said no shooters. And that was some of the really shit he ever spoke. Because they don't. And that's the at reason all. they're not in these games. They struggle. Like they compete for a while. It's just when they need them, they struggle. And I mean, Russ coming off the bench was probably their best decision. He's been playing way better ever since he was coming off the bench. But that's starting five, man. They just need another piece out there helping. Somebody got to be able to shoot out there, man. Like that one game man, against the Pelicans just off a of lucky three to go to overtime. Right. And um, was Ingram back yet? Mm, I believe Ingram was playing that game. If I'm not, no, Ingram was not back. I apologize. So, so yeah, we probably didn't have arguably our best play on the team. And, uh, you know, I'm not making excuses because, I mean, the Lakers still got the dub. But at the same time, like, how how are y'all going to get it done when you you just don't have enough shooters? They because don't. And, you know, in this day and age, everybody everybody lives and dies by the three. And if you're not able to continue with that, these ain't the days when you could be Detroit, have a great defense, and hold teams to 79 points or 86 points a night. Those right. days in the NBA are gone because, you know, you touch a player or whatever foul. Yeah, everything's a foul. So, I mean, you know, those days of the physicality of the NBA are gone. And everybody shoots the three. And y'all don't have any consistent three-point shooters. They suck from the three-point line this year, man. They stink. It's just going to be, you know, a continued miserable time because, let's see, look, with the Lakers. The Lakers playing the Jazz again today. They they probably won't win. I don't think they're going to. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have anything for them. Nope. Um, the best game they're going to have is against the uh, Houston Rockets. That's going to be their best game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Rockets got some young bulls that's ready to just be like, hey, we may not be good, but we got energy. Yep, that's that's the that's the uh, winning point. They got energy on them. <laughs> we got energy. We got young boys, and we'll play you, LeBron. Like, Because that's the thing, man. LeBron going into year 20, bro, he not supposed to be doing that shit every night. Like, he chasing the championship with his minutes. Like, right. God damn. He somebody needs to step up. Averaging 25 points a game. I'm like, man, that man can't keep doing this every goddamn night. 24 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists. That is ridiculous at year 20. 
And then he's not even playing tonight, so, you know, they're going to lose anyway. So, without LeBron, yep. they, they can't do nothing. Sad but, day in L.A. It's very sad out there. I mean, other than that, all the other big news I could really think of was Harden. Harden's injury was huge for the Sixers. I mean, he's out for, what, a month or something like that? And that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Is Embiid even back? I don't think he's back. Um, I think he might be back tonight. Uh, I know he was dealing with non-COVID related illness, but at the oh. same time, man, I mean, you know, yeah. I, 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 I've expressed my opinions on that team. They need to get rid of Doc <laughs> Rivers. They need to get rid of Doc Rivers. They need to get rid of Doc Rivers immediately. Immediately. Oh no, James. Oh. No, Joel Embiid will not play tonight, and they have the Sixers beating Phoenix. Nope, never mind. It just changed. Phoenix beating the Sixers minus two. That that team. I'm you, bro. Coaching is not the best. It's horrible over there. Horrific. Four and six, bro. Mm-hmm. Four and six. Can't hide from it. <laughs> Tell me, bro. Doc, Doc is not finishing this season, bro. I'm telling you that now. That's an angry Dominic's prediction. Doc Rivers will not finish the season coasting the 76ers because they, they trusted the process for too long, and the process is fucked up. Boy, this podcast is going to be lit if they fire him. Ooh, wee. That's going to be a rant for the ages, man. I'm telling you, dude, it's 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 it ain't working out, man. It ain't gonna work out. It sure is not the way this is going. It ain't gonna work out the way this is going. You know, another team that uh they they did the right thing and got rid of their coach is the Brooklyn Nets. Um, yeah, going to hire the Celtics old coach. That's what they planning to do. Well, that's what they said, but then they backed off of it. Uh, the heat was coming down, but I mean, if I were them, I would still do it because I mean, at the end of the day, we don't know the full story because they've only right. allowed bits and pieces to come out. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm, I'm not trying to minimize what happened, but at the same time, if you suspended him for a year and was going to allow him to come back, that says to me. That this guy could coach. Oh y'all yeah, kind of did. Y'all just kind of did that for the optics, um, you know, <laughs> for for appeasement to say y'all did something instead of a slap on the wrist. But I, I think you know the simple fact y'all just didn't cut him, which I think would have been the right thing to do if you felt he violated, you know, the the conduct of the team that bad. So. I think Brooklyn would be foolish not to hire uh, Udoka. <laughs> that's just me, but he's going to have his work cut out for him because he's going to have to deal with Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons, which is a handful. Yeah, they're both handfuls right now. Ben Simmons is just not that guy anymore. Well, he never really was the guy, but, I mean, he was able to do something back then, but he can't do nothing no more. Yeah, he's terrible, dude. He's a joke. He's he's a joke, bro. Like you you getting in games passing up layups, bro. Man. Like when you have Kyrie recorded audio in the game saying shoot that motherfucker Ben that loud as hell. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, he's just tired. He's like, why in the fuck are you kicking that ball off to me, bro? You were two feet away from the rim. Shoot, shoot the it. ball. Shoot it. Not even shoot it. Lay it up. Dude, you 6'10". That man ain't got that confidence no more, man. That, that confidence going. I mean, hey, man. He did, but he did a show up every night to get that paycheck. I know of that. Of course. Of course. He's so, uh, money. He, he, conf he confidently stepping in in them clown outfits he like to wear to get that paycheck. Every night, every night. So he ain't, he ain't, 
he ain't that uh you know what I'm saying fucked up. But cause he coming there wearing them joke outfits with funny glasses and stuff like he's a a, a henchman in a movie or some shit. I'm just <laughs> like, bro, what you doing, bro? I know it's killing KD. It's killing KD. KD like, you know, I could have stayed my ass in Golden State. He could have I could stay there as a ghost state and get talked about instead of being here and being unhappy. Like KD can't. I, I'm not saying they even messing with KD legacy or nothing. I mean, we beyond that. To me, they just messing with dude. Uh, just his mode <laughs> in my DJ voice. They fucking with KD mode, bro. Like that dude <laughs> really just want to play basketball. And uh, you know what I'm saying? These dudes here coming with this shit sidetracked. But, he always uh, ends yeah. up in some foolishness. Yeah, man, but hey, bro, that's what they wanted. That's what they right. made that back hallway. Hey, bro, come on to Brooklyn, bro. Let's go do it, brother. Let's do it, brother. And Kyrie like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to come here. I'm going to burn some sage and whatnot. But they talk to me crazy. <laughs> I will not play, okay? I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm not going for it. But man, it's cool, Kyrie. I got you, brother. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be it's gonna be Katie and Kyrie. Katie and Kyrie forever. Katie and Kyrie a hundred years. <laughs> like Rick the Wolf. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what Katie was thinking. Talking to him in that hallway. And shit has not been sweet. At all. It has not worked yet. They need to figure it out. I highly doubt they do it this season, but you know, hey, they get the big bucks. That shit's saying, bro, because I mean, you can't get back time, bro. That's gonna be another wasted year for KD, man. Another wasted year. Waste. I tell you, um, you know the the cream, <laughs> like in my macho man voice, the cream always rises to the top. Yeah. You got Cleveland Cavaliers eight and one. You got the Bucks nine and zero. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I mean, you think they're gonna be able to sustain? I mean, in the hey man, it's the beginning. I mean, Cavaliers got a good squad. I mean, they had a good squad last year. I mean, they didn't get in the playoffs, play in the play in, didn't really work out. Now they got Donovan Mitchell. They balling together. Everybody's clicking well. The that's a team I would watch. Now the Bucks, I mean the Bucks are gonna be the Bucks. Giannis is a freak of nature. I mean, yep. they gonna get they gonna get to the playoffs, no questions asked. The Cavs, though, the Cavs are doing well now, but at any given moment, you know, Donovan Mitchell could just stink it up and they can just Damn, but but that's the thing, bro. But they got them young boys there though, bro. Yeah, they the got young, them young boys, boys, they wanna play. Squad. They, they playing well. They home they playing well. And they see they see the dysfunction that's in uh Brooklyn. So they say that's a, a a position they could take. Uh, they could see Boston. They don't have their coach, so they might lag a little bit. They they they're positioning themselves. If they can start this season off and continue that momentum in that way, they're going to be a team to watch in the East. Right, I, I believe. I agree. That. I believe that because, I mean, you know, you're going to have the Hawks there. Um, the Knicks, I do not have any confidence in the Knicks. Me either. Um, I tell you a team, man, like, yeah, I, I went off on the 76ers last week because they played the Wizards. But if they could, like, sync up right, that's a sneaky team to where it's like, oh, these dudes can actually play some ball when they want to. Who, the 76ers? No, the uh, Washington Wizards. Oh, the Wizards, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they can they can play some ball if they could do it on a consistent basis to where they're not always depending on Bradley Beal to but put say, the that's team what, on his back. That's what they rely on Bradley Beal. And I mean, you know, he's dealt with injury and he's dealt with the frustration to be like, bro, I dropped fifty points and we still fucking losing, you know, because he was a meme to where you know he's just sitting there shaking his head in disgust, <laughs> you know. But at the same time. He does have some players on that team, so I'm like, nah, I don't think they'll be like upper tier East, but I think they could probably get in there. They can squeeze in. Six, yeah, like that six, seven, eight range. Definitely, say, a, yeah. definitely a play in team, but I think they could be around six, seven, or eight. Yeah. Yeah, as long as, you know, 
if they could find a way to gel good with Porzingis, you know, ball, I feel like Porzingis could do a lot more than what he's doing, even though he's averaging 20, but, you know. Yeah. I think the uh, I think the Raptors Kuzma could do better. Yeah. Back in the playoffs? Raptors? Yeah. I, I think mean, I think they're back this year, man, because because you know they still they they've been consistent with their roster. They still got the coach. He they won a championship. They got Van Fleet. They got Siakam. I never he's on the never list. I'm about never to say Siakam. We got bad blood with Siakam, man. Yeah, he's 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 on the never list, but at the same time, I mean they find a way to to, to win. So there is that. Um, I think they're going to be in the mix for the East round that five, that five and six uh, tier, maybe even four. But I mean, it's early on in the season, so I said we stay that, way early in the season. That's that's who I see so far. That's that's kind of making a statement. I said those only teams make everybody else is kind of like trying to figure it out. Yeah, nothing too but crazy. They, they got to fix. They gotta fix the shit show in Brooklyn, bro. They they have to. They're gonna have to. Either they gonna wait till the off season to handle this, or you know they can just get it done now. Start getting people up out of there. I mean, you know, yeah, Kyrie's man, gone just... for the time being, but you know they can uh figure something out, man. Get Ben Simmons up out of there for sure. They just need to play ball, man. You would think that's that. You would think that's what they want to do, but. Like I said last week, they don't like playing ball. It's always drama when you hear about them boys. So, <laughs> I, I I can promise you the next thing you hear about the Nets is going to be something non-basketball related. I can promise uh, that one. Yeah. Sadly, I believe you're right. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I, I believe that's all you're you, right, dude. That is nothing but drama up there, and that's all the notifications we get about. Ain't nothing, nothing sporadic or some basketball related. Something outside and of basketball. In the words of comedian, man, controversy sells. Yeah, um, it does. I mean, they, you know, up next, you know, I think our final topic is uh, a little little preview of the NCAA basketball season, which is in full roar tonight. Yeah. About 200 games. It seems like everybody named my It's a lot tonight. of games, and these spreads are ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's, ba- it's basically like we're real, um, real small school, but we want to play a big one. Uh, can we get our check, please? Uh, mm-hmm. Games is what's going on. Tennessee but, um, spread is 35 points, man. <laughs> see, that's utterly ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, Why? Man. Just it's, to run I mean, down uh, preseason top 10. Um, number 10, they have Arkansas. Number nine, Creighton. Eight, UCLA. Seven, Duke. Six, Baylor. Number five, Kansas. Four Kentucky, three Houston, two Gonzaga, mm. and overwhelmingly number one they have North Carolina. Mm. Um, okay, it's early, so to me these yeah. coaches polls really don't mean you know Jack Squad that much. Yeah, but it's 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 good it's good to have all the sports back, man. Oh yeah, it feels great. I mean, we lost, we lost one baseball, but we gained one college basketball. And I'm putting my prediction yeah. in right now that I want Duke to get okay. into the uh, get to the championship. Man, you think Duke's gonna get the championship after Coach K retired? Yep, yep, yes, I do. Wow. Well, them boys that Duke got heart, man. Okay, so you gonna put your money where your mouth is? Oh yeah, of what, course. Uh, let's look. Let's look up. Um, Duke, future to win it all. I bet you it's high. I know it's gonna be high. They ain't expecting them boys <laughs> to come out the blue and do that. No, they're not. Because, like I say, North Carolina overwhelmingly uh, voted number one. Oh, plus thirteen hundred. 
is the men's basketball championship for Duke. Really? Yeah, so 20 bucks, I win $260. I thought it'd be higher than that. I thought it'd be higher than that, too. Surprisingly, Gonzaga and Houston got the lowest highs with plus 850. They really think Houston going to set it off like that, right? Hey, they banking on it. But we going to see. I put my hot take in, man. They uh, do got it in them this year. They got close last year. I feel like they got it in them. So what you're saying is you're not trying to take that uh, Mississippi State plus 25,000. Mm-mm. Not at all. That, that, that's just plus 50,000? <laughs> that's just giving money away to the books. <laughs> I'm trying to win money, not giving it up. <laughs> right. Damn, but Houston, though. Houston and Gonzaga plus 850. I'm mm. to say they got them. They think Houston about to come out and act a fool this year. I mean, we all know who they're going to win their first games, but as time moves on, we get closer to March. You know, that's when the good games start happening. So, Dang. you know, see how this play off? I think Duke got it in them, man. I think they got it in them. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I know this is going to come out later, but uh, you got any plays for the night? Uh, the uh, Saints, I'm, for the Saints-Ravens uh, game? Yeah, I do. I know this will come out later than the uh, game, but I am riding Kamara's you know, coattails. You know what they could have got? You know what they could have got it as soon as it come out? They joined the P3 Discord. Yep. They would We're have all these picks I'm about to say on the uh, Discord. <laughs> Plays live, plays free every day. I'm Ryan Kamara's coattail for tonight's game. I have, I like him getting over 60 and a half rushing yards tonight, over yeah. four and a half receptions, and I might as well throw the anytime touchdown in there as well. Those are my three picks for tonight's game that I really think I can sweep the board with tonight. Okay, I like those picks. I like that. I believe, you know, after his performance last week, they're definitely going to focus more on Kamara. Yes. Being the center point of the offense. Now, let's say somebody was a, a crazy person. What if they parlayed all of those? What would be the odds? Uh, if you give me a few seconds, let me see. I think I, I thought I did this. Because, you know, that that's that's what they want. That's, that's one thing we've been getting feedback on is people want these parlays. Oh yeah, they would love you, it. These parlays are not for the faint of heart, Mm-mm. because you you don't know you don't know sweating it out when you're mm-hmm. going six for seven <laughs> on a parlay and you need that last leg to come through. These these parlays are not for the faint of heart, okay? Mm-mm. They're not. So you're gonna sit there and cry about it when when one of know, them doesn't hit, and and that's the thing too. You get a parlay, and the first leg misses. That's, that's the worst. That's that well, hurt. Well, sadly, I can't parlay all three of them together. None of my oh, sports okay. books will allow me to do that. Well, they got lucky. That wasn't very cash money of them. Mm-mm. Not at all. But but hey, we do encourage single bets, straight bets. Yeah, no. single and straight bets, great for uh, bankroll management. If you want to uh, not go all the way in and, you know, and that's also one thing, a uh, quick tip. Uh, when it comes to parlays, always keep your unit small. Um, you don't want to lay big money on a parlay because the odds at are all. so long. At, at because all. the odds <laughs> are so long, you do not want to make a huge bet on it. But when they do hit, it's oh, always nice. Oh, what a feeling. Oh, what a feeling. Like last night. Oh, what a feeling when Derrick Henry cashed them parlays for us. It yeah, was awesome. People, what, what was it? It was uh, two touchdowns? Well, this the plus 4,100 was Devontae Adams to score two touchdowns and Derrick Henry to score two touchdowns. Both of those cashed very easy. That was the plus 4,100. 
The plus twenty nine seventy five was Jalen Waddle anytime touchdown, Eckler yeah. touchdown, Devontae yeah. Adams touchdown, Cooper yeah. Cup touchdown, and Derrick yeah. Henry touchdown. Yeah. All cash. All cash. Easy yeah. money. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's like that sometimes, man. And, and when no, it it's happens, like that it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's an awesome feeling, man. You know, when you're on, you're on. You know? Right. Don't let the door force in the mouth. Mm-mm. Well, with that being said, I think that's a wrap for this episode of the Give Me My Point Sports Betting Podcast. I would like to thank my host, Lockable, for joining me once again. Yes, sir. And also, we want to invite you guys to like, share, and describe, subscribe, not describe, fudge that up. Like, share, and subscribe. Uh, we're available on wherever you get your your podcast from. We're also on YouTube. Please subscribe to the channel. And also, like I said before, please join us with the P3 Picks, Plays, and Parlay Discord, where we give out free picks each and every day for free. And come join us in the chat room where we talk about in and everything. It's a great group of people in there so far. And we're constantly expanding, offering new features on the daily. With yes, that being sir. said, we will catch you next time. Later. Peace.